Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hello and welcome into another edition of Plan with the Taxman. Thanks for tuning into our podcast with Tony Morrow. We certainly appreciate your time. Tony is Des Moines' professional alternative. Uh, he's at Tax Doctor Inc., serving you in the central Iowa area. Uh, he's got an office in Des Moines, but you can also find him online at OrigTaxDoctor.com. That's O-R-I-G, kind of like original, right? And then TaxDoctor.com. You can go there and check out the team. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources there to be found. And Tony's been doing this for 23 plus years. He's an EA and a CFP. And Tony, welcome in. We got an exciting show today. First of all, I want to say hi to you. And I got to ask you about this trip you were just on. So how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Summer's treating us good. Well, very, very good. So you got to go and marshal at a hole at the U.S. Open. Tell me about that. I did. I just got back from the U.S. Open in Pebble. And it's my second year doing it. Nice. And it's, you know, it's a lot of fun. And they work you hard, that's for sure. But, you know, you get to see some of the best golfers in the world, of course, <laughs> right, right. Uh, inside the ropes and watch them perform at a whole different level than us. So what does marshalling entail? So it really, you know, you see those people on TV, uh, you know, around Are the you holding up the sign? Yeah, the sign. Okay. And, you know, the, the most fun part of it is when you get to be on the tee box and you're holding up the paddles because, you know, you're, you're standing right next to the players. Right. And so they tee off and you've got to kind of alert the fairway marshals as if they push the ball right or left. And so they can find the ball in the heavy rough because it's, gotcha. you know, oh, okay. So, cool. yeah. So that's the best part of it. But you kind of circle around the hole, do a little crowd control, you know, and, right. and basically help them find balls. Nice. So you know, a little, little, uh, disclosure here, fan moment. Who is one of your favorite golfers that you were, were you by? Well, I happened to be on the tee box uh -huh. and doing the paddles one day when uh, Tiger Woods, of course, Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas were paired together. So that was oh, a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Nice. Stand, yeah. yeah. That's a good pair. Those guys and watching them hit. Yes. Very, very cool. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. So I, I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad you had a good time. And, and obviously, that was a lot of fun. And you were telling me that you've done this before. So, you know, we'll have to ask you about the next time that goes on. But that sounds pretty cool. All right. Well, let's get into our topic so we don't go too long on our podcast. We try to keep these kind of bite sized for our listeners to consume. And if you got questions or concerns, when you hear something on the program, if you feel as though you want to have a conversation about it, always check with a qualified professional like Tony before you take action. And you can do a couple of things. You can call him at 844-707-7381. That's 844-707-7381. Or again, you can go to the website, origtaxdoctor.com. Com. All right, so let's talk about some things that are overrated. And I guess marshalling at Pebble Beach is probably not overrated. That's probably pretty cool. Definitely not, yes. <laughs> but in the financial world, let's talk about a few things, maybe a catchphrase or, or some things, just some ideas that people sometimes hear. And maybe they think it's that's the thing to go with just because it kind of gets beat into our head. And let's just talk about it from maybe a different viewpoint to look at it for a second. So tax advantages, since that's a lot of what you do as well, why might tax advantages be a little overrated. That sounds kind of weird. It does sound weird, but a lot of times people tend to want to do something strictly for the tax advantage. Right. Okay. And, gotcha. you know, a lot of times they'll be pitched something or hear something on, on the news and they'll immediately want to do it, you know, and we try to tell them that 
while tax savings is good, you know, you, you want to defer as much tax and pay as little as you're, you know, you're legally required to do. However, you know, that shouldn't be the main thrust of why you're doing whatever you're going to do. And the tax is not 100%. So people kind of get a little bit too far out there with that one okay. at, at times. So, like, for example, you wouldn't necessarily go get a mortgage just because you want the tax deduction, especially now under the current tax programs, because it may or may not even benefit you, right? That's correct. Okay. You know, and, and what we say to them is, and we, we'll show them in their tax return that, you know, if your mortgage deduction nets you a net tax savings of, say, for example, $3,000, okay. but yet you're paying $1,000 a month to get that deduction, you know, if you didn't have to have the mortgage, you know, obviously saving 12,000 versus 3,000 in your cash flow is a much better deal. So, you know, you don't want to do it just for that. But in most cases, people need mortgages to afford to buy their homes. So well, sure, it, it's right. a necessary evil, so to speak. And, you know, we'll take the tax deduction if we can get it. Well, a lot of times I think sometimes to your point, then I guess if someone's saying we're considering a certain vehicle for the tax advantage, in some cases, it could just be an ancillary benefit. So it's not necessarily the right reason for that particular investment. So make sure that you're getting into any investment for the right reason. And that's why we're kind of saying sometimes maybe tax advantages could be a little overrated depending on what you're trying to get that particular vehicle to do for you. Okay. So uh, rates of return, Tony. Now, somebody listens probably going, okay, this guy's nuts. How is rates of return overrated? Well, I mean, you know, interest rates, you know, over time and basically your rates of return, you know, are going to smooth themselves out, you know, toward the averages. A lot of times, you know, people are basically putting too much emphasis, especially in today's world when, you know, the economy's chugging along, things are going well. Right. And everybody thinks that they're going to go out and their average rate of return should be 10, 15 percent. Okay, so focusing on a number, maybe I got you. And, you know, it, it's really going to be, you know, it may not be now, but I, to me, it's more of the consistency, you mm-hmm. know, rather than just the rates of return. I mean, especially over the long term. Okay. So, yeah. So chasing necessarily getting a number in your head and saying, well, over the last 10 years, I've averaged X number. And if I can keep that X number up for the next 20 years, I'm good to go. Well, that's kind of silly, right? So you're focusing on the rate of return versus looking at reducing your volatility as you age, which we should be doing and so on and so forth, right? That's correct. I mean, really, and and the rate of return has a lot of times to do with, you know, how much volatility do you want to put up with to get that rate of return? And that should be dropping each year, right? As we're aging, we should want to experience less volatility. Less volatility, yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to watch the stock ticker, you know, in my 70s and be stressing about it, right? So That's correct. That's the idea. So, okay, so don't get, you know, don't get too focused on the wrong metric. That's kind of the takeaway there. All right. How about commission-based investment accounts? So we're talking about some things that maybe in the financial world get a little overrated sometimes. A lot of people think, you know, this is a good way to go. Well, maybe they used to. What do you think about commission-based investment accounts? Well, you know, I personally don't like them. Okay. You know, I'm more of a fee-based type of advisor, you know, and to me, commission-based accounts, I mean, the thinking there sometimes with clients is, is, they're only paying us, you know, as advisors when they buy and sell. Right. That's kind of the traditional wall street model, right? That's traditional. Yeah. The the old, the old school thing, that's the only way it used to be. Nowadays, you know, I much prefer uh, being a fee based type of advisor and or asset based simply because that way doesn't create that conflict of interest. Every time we're talking about something with a client potentially getting in their head that, you know, Hey, this guy's just, 
telling me to do this so that he or she, you know, can make money. And uh, in today's world, I mean, that's the reality. The other reality is in today's world is, you know, clients really don't need us advise as advisors to do their investing, you know, whereas 20, 25 years ago, that, that's, right. that's well, all that's you had. Point. Yeah. You know, you, you can get everything on the internet. And really what you're paying us for is to keep you on track, keep you on your goals and making sure, you know, that we're following the plan that, you know, hopefully we've created. Yeah. So kind of the traditional stockbroker approach where you're paying someone to, to move in and out of different investments versus a holistic advisor, if you will, that's really looking at the whole tax, the whole picture, taxes included, I should say. I stepped over myself yeah. on that. But the whole picture, you know, the financial plan, Social Security, tax, all those kinds of things together, not just solely the investments. Correct. Okay. All right. So again, so that you can kind of see here where we had a little uh, quick topic here about some financial things that could be overrated. Sometimes we put our focus on things that get pushed to the forefront. Maybe it's a, a buzzword or whatever the case might be. And everybody says, oh, tax advantages, tax advantages, tax advantages, or rate of return, rate of return, that kind of idea. So make sure that whatever you're invested in, whatever you're working with, when you're talking with your advisor, you say, okay, is this the right thing for me? That particular vehicle, is it doing the right thing? Because each thing should have a purpose. Each thing should have a job, if you will. So those The money should be accomplishing something. So make sure that each one is doing that properly. And of course, that's why you turn to a professional like Tony. So if you have some of those questions, you want to make sure you want to get a second opinion, maybe a review on the plan that you have. Maybe you don't have one at all. Either way, that's kind of the idea. Sit down with someone and say, hey, here's the things that I've got. Can you explain to me what they're doing and how can we make these things work a little bit better together. And that's why we do the podcast. Hopefully you pick up a useful nugget or two of information. And Tony, I got an email question for you that has come into the website. So I'm going to toss this mm -hmm. at you and see what you think. Uh, Bradley, and Bradley is over in Waukee, says, uh, Tony, my wife totaled her car. Yikes. And we're going to need about 30000 to get her a new one. Now, we only keep about 1000 in the bank. So should we get this from an IRA where we'll have to pay taxes on it, or should we use an after-tax money that we can just pay those capital gains? What's your thoughts? My first thought is definitely, unless you absolutely have to, do not take money out of the IRA for these kinds of things. Mm, okay, we see this all the time on the tax side, and people panic. You know, and really, it's a result of them probably not having the proper liquidity and planning for these emergencies. That you know, they always come up, and they always come up at the worst times. But that's easy to say, you know, now, but. That's for the future. Is to, I would recommend to him to try to plan for this in the future. But for right now, the problem with taking out the money out of the IRA is obviously you're going to have to pay taxes on it. If you're under 59 and a half, you're going to have to pay a penalty on it. And then you lose all of those years. You know, If we show them how that 30000 would grow if they left it in there, you know, how are they going to make that up You know, come retirement time? And, and how much more they're going to have to try to get back in there just to recoup that if they have another source, we try to tend to basically guide them that way. Even if they have to go out and just get a loan to buy a new car, it's better off than taking out of your IRA. Huh. Okay, yeah, because I mean, I guess you'd have to look at the the rates and all that kind of stuff and see what's what. So that's right. that's pretty interesting. And of course, he mentions the you know the two different ways there. One thing that struck me with this, Tony, is that he only keeps about a thousand dollars in the bank. I would mm -hmm. definitely say, Bradley, you should start also looking at kicking up that if that's your emergency fund you know, that should probably be a little higher. That should be higher. Yeah. It, it really should. I mean, that that's the minimum that we tell young kids out of college to get right, to. Right, exactly. Depending on, on their age, you know, to me, I, I think people need to have an emergency fund 
just for that. And I, I deem an emergency fund as if L- you lose living your expenses, job right? Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. I think you should also have a reserve savings fund for these types of emergencies. You know, your car gets wrecked, your refrigerator goes out, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Okay. So you can tap both. And people have so many different varying viewpoints about an emergency fund, Tony. But if we we're just bringing that up real fast, and I know we're skewing away from Bradley's initial question there, but everybody says different things. What do you think? Three months, six months worth of living expenses a year? I hear all different, you know, across the board there. You do, and you know, the traditional planning advice is the three to six. You know, I like to say let's at least get to three. And, you know, if we can eventually get to six with some of these other funds, <laughs> right. like your reserve savings and some other things, then we'll get there. But three minimum. Okay. All right. Well, there and you I go. Years too much. Well, Bradley, you know, hopefully uh, you're going to you know, take a few minutes and look at this, sit down, look at some of the numbers, crunch some of the numbers, maybe give Tony a call, talk with an advisor before you go yanking money out of there. Take a look at some different options. Hopefully that uh, it helps you a little bit here on the program on plan with the tax man. We appreciate the email question. Reach out to Tony at 844-707-7381. That's 844-707. 707-7381 and we're going to wrap up this week so Tony thanks for your time as always I appreciate you and folks don't forget if you go to the website make sure you check us out at origtaxdoctor.com that's origtaxdoctor.com for like original Tony works at Tax Doctor Inc. He is Des Moines Professional Alternative serving you here in the central Iowa area don't forget to subscribe to the podcast whether it's Google Play or now it's I guess it's called Apple Podcasts no longer iTunes so they're in the process of changing that I guess so whatever platform of your choice subscribe to us give us a like give us a review we would always appreciate that tony thanks for your time buddy i hope i'm glad you had a great trip i'm glad you're back you bet take care all right we'll see you next time here on plan with the tax man with tony morrow catch you later Securities offered through HD Vest Investment Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through HD Vest Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through HD Vest Insurance Agency, LLC. 6333 North State Highway 161, 4th Floor, Irving, Texas, 75038. 972-870-6000. Tax Doctor, Inc. is not a registered broker-dealer or registered investment advisory firm.